You're listening to The World Is Just A Book Away podcast. I'm James Owens, founder and CEO of The World Is Just A Book Away, a nonprofit organization on a mission to promote literacy and education by developing libraries and programs in disadvantaged communities around the world. For more information about The World Is Just A Book Away, please visit www.wejaba.org. That's W-I-J-A-B-A dot org. Today, our guest on The World is Just a Book Away podcast is the extraordinary Emmanuel Kelly, who was born in Iraq with underformed limbs, abandoned in a box in a field, found by soldiers and taken to nuns affiliated with Mother Teresa, where he was raised for the first seven years of his life and really saw the worst of humanity. He was then adopted by Moira Kelly, an extraordinary woman herself, and taken to Australia. He underwent uh, numerous operations. And throughout that whole process in his childhood and his teen years, Emmanuel used his extraordinary singing voice. He was discovered on The X Factor in Australia. That went viral. More than one billion people have seen him around the world. Emmanuel has recently released a song titled Never Alone. His mentor is Chris Martin of Coldplay. He also has a book out on Amazon called Dream Big. And this is in the first 25 years of his life. I'm delighted today to have my friend Emmanuel Kelly join us on the World Is Just a Book Away podcast. Welcome, Emmanuel. Thanks, James. It's uh, it's good to be on here. Or Jimmy, can I call you Jimmy? <laughs> uh, you can if you want. Really, can I call you Ma- Can I call you Manny? You absolutely can. <laughs> All right. Like the, like, like uh, Manny the uh, Manny the giant elephant in Ice Age. Uh, there you go. What yeah. if it if it speaks to you? So I was working with my colleague Ryan one day, and I I saw a video as they they pop up. I saw a little clip of the X Factor in Australia, and I saw that amazing, just heart wrenching performance that you did uh, of the John Lennon song. And I said to Ryan at that time. I'm going to interview him. I'm going to know him. And I I didn't know how, but in the within the past year through mutual connections that came to pass and it's mm-hmm. it's been one of the brightest lights of my past year. So I want to uh, I want to really thank you for that. Thank you, man. No, it it's an absolute pleasure, man. And and when we got to when we connected, it was it was like meeting a, a long-lost brother because we just we immediately kind of uh switch to one another and 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 really uh our spirits and energies really kind of correlated with one another and and we really connected so it was it was it was it was it was awesome meeting you as well man and and I'm I'm glad that you know a part of your wishes and 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 dreams came true in that sense and uh you know cuz 
when when I heard what you do and what you did, it was it was like uh, everything synergetically aligned with what you know where I'm at with with my life and and where I want to see myself in the future as well. So it was perfect. It was perfect. Well, it, and and it is perfect. And Emmanuel has an incredible voice, and uh, I really encourage our listeners to look him up uh, online, Emmanuel Kelly, mm. and. Emmanuel, uh, that video went viral. That clip from X Factor went viral. And tell our listeners approximately how many people around the world have now seen you sing on the internet. Yeah, no, a rough estimate is uh, close to a billion um, people around the world just through social media and YouTube and different uh, multiple platforms have seen that video. And it's 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 quite incredible. Uh, the minute the video went out, you know, on, on, online, um, you know, within probably a week of it being online, Yoko Ono posted it on the John Lennon website and the Imagine Peace website, which was absolutely incredible. And then she, uh, she actually also, uh, tweeted it, which really kind of pushed it. And then, you know, celebrities around the world did the same thing. And it just, it, it really, uh, I'm just, I'm blessed that it was able to inspire so many people and I'm continuously achieving that dream today, you know? And and uh, one billion people—that's about a seventh of the planet. One in every about roughly seven people. That's a fair amount, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. How does that? How does that? Feel, does that even seem real to you? You know, at first, at first, it, I mean, still now it doesn't seem real at all. But I remember at first when it first went out. I mean, it was it was extremely surreal um, when people were, you know, writing to me and uh, Facebook followers were growing and all this sort of stuff. It, it was massively surreal because I, I, you know, something like that just doesn't happen to to a boy from Iraq who who was found in a box in a park, right? It just it just doesn't. Things like that don't happen to people so simply. And, you know, I, you know, every time I'd see the video, I kept thinking to myself, what is the catch here? Right. What is what is the massive catch on this in this insane, insane journey? I'm a strong believer that everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I think the fact that people were attached to that song, that performance, that the story that's happened for a reason, because there are stories in this world that are far, far, far worse than mine. And not that I'm comparing, because I'm a strong believer that we should never compare stories with one another, because each story is, is as important as and powerful as each other. But, you know, there are kids in this world that have stories that, you know, would, would traumatize some people when they hear it. And as crazy and as bad as my story is my story is also the reason why you and i are talking today right it's, yeah. you know and i'm i'm just the one that's brave enough or has the opportunity not necessarily brave enough but has ha has been given the opportunity and the blessing to tell that story i want to i want to touch on that because you said your story and how other people have more traumatic stories and you mentioned the box and the park in iraq Mm -hmm. um, can you tell the listener, um, can you tell our audience uh, what, just briefly, what sort of happened? Um, yeah, so, every, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I was, uh, I was found in Iraq um, and I was given the, the, the God gift of being incredibly abnormally good looking. Um, and, uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, I was, uh, I was found in a, I was, my story originally is I was found in a box in a park in Iraq, um, by two soldiers who were shooting at each other. And, um, 
and uh, they heard this baby cry and they went towards the, the, the crying noise and finally they got to this box and in the box was the baby and I was, I was, I was that baby. And they took the box to an orphanage in Iraq where I was then raised there for the next seven years. And while I was raised there, I saw some of the worst of mankind from executions to, you know, almost being executed myself. I also met my now brother, Ahmed, who, um, who, you know, I'm a strong believer, who is not biologically related to me, but I'm a strong believer that the only thing thicker than blood is love. And so I, you know, my, my brother and I, we were the only mentally abled ones in this orphanage and we would change children's diapers. We would have to, we would have to, um, you know, feed them and uh, using our, our, what, what, what we have as hands. Um, but I was found with, you know, uh, no, uh, missing, um, missing lower uh, right limbs uh, limbs on my right leg so I was missing my right leg um, but just the bottom half and then uh, also missing some fingers on my right hand and missing a lower uh, arm uh, on my left hand as well and so you know I you know my brother and I we just had to make do with what we had right Um, eventually this incredible woman Moira Kelly uh, came to the orphanage she brought us out to um, brought us out to uh, Ira- Australia where we received multiple surgeries. I learned how to walk for the first time. I learned how to, um, you know, learn how to uh, use a knife and fork. The first, I remember the first thing that we learned was, uh, was to, to uh, when we were learning how to use a knife and fork was she gave us a bowl of spaghetti and put it in front of us and said, right, good luck. And so it took about three hours for us just to learn how to eat spaghetti and we were starving. And so I'm thinking to myself, how do I get through this? Right. And, you know, I always say that everyone's got a spaghetti bolognese moment because, you know, sometimes you face difficult tasks like we did in Iraq and, you know, and and I did learning how to walk and things like that, right, stepping over hurdles. But it's incredible because once we get over those hurdles and those tasks and we achieve what we want, it feels amazing. It's insanely yummy, right? Just like spaghetti bolognese, it's insanely yummy. Right. So I always say everyone has a spaghetti bolognese moment and I've had multiple spaghetti bolognese moments in my life, but that was the first. Right. And it was such a literal sense. But learning how to eat spaghetti bolognese at a young age really kind of and I know it sounds trivial, but really kind of set the tone for my journey as I went through, you know, learning how to walk and learning how to use a knife and fork, learning how to um hang clothes up on a coat hanger you know it's simple things and so anyway I had these multiple surgeries and then eventually when I was uh, 16 and a half I auditioned for X Factor I didn't make it in Uh, I then auditioned the year later for um, sorry uh, not X Factor Australia's Got Talent I auditioned at 16 and a half and then a year later I auditioned for Australia's Got Talent again uh, didn't make it in and uh, that same year when I was around 17 and a half, I also auditioned for um, X Factor. And I made it in, miraculously. Miraculously, I made it in. And it was incredible. When I made it through, it felt amazing. It was amazing. I mean, I felt like a, a, a supersonic version uh, of me on stage singing because I, it went so fast that I don't really remember the whole moment. Um, but, yeah, I went on, on the show. I told my story. And uh, a billion views later, I ended up, uh, talking to to yourself, James. It's pretty exciting. Uh, it's just just in, incredible. To to go back to the beginning, to go back to that box in the park. 
I, I love the way you uh, refer to yourself, and I had never heard this term before. You refer to yourself as different, differently abled. Yes. And I think that's a beautiful term because obviously not only are you differently abled, you, you, I, in my opinion, you have a true God-given gift. Your, your voice is just incredible. You forgot uh, about my looks, mate. You can't forget about that. I've, uh, how, no, I mean, that's a, that's a given. We don't need to talk about your looks. No, I mean, that, that jawline is, is to kill for, right? Ah, mate, I sliced cheese on it. I'm it's telling you, time. you look like you could sharpen <laughs> knives on it. Ah, I just did, actually. <laughs> so uh, you were born with underdeveloped limbs. And, and why, why was that? A lot of people have the misconception, first of all, you know, I think it's important to kind of put that out there. There's a huge misconception that Iraq had chemical warfare and, 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 and chemical destruction, uh, um, uh, mass uh, weapons of mass destruction, right? But they didn't. Um, they were never, they never had that. I don't know if they were trying to build them or not, but they never did have that. Um, but what Iraq did have, just like every other country when you're in war, is weapons, right? And so things like gunpowder and, 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 and bomb residue and, um, you know, the chemicals that are in a normal bomb in order to have the bomb go off, you know, and, and C4 and all that sort of stuff, the chemicals in C4 and the chemicals in gunpowder and all that. So what is believed to have happened is whilst my mother was pregnant, she was exposed to some of those chemicals that were, um, you know, because there were so many bombs and, and gunshots going off, Iraq became a very polluted uh, nation when it came to chemicals that were in the air. And so my parents were supposedly, or my mother, sorry, was supposedly during pregnancy uh, exposed to those chemicals, which uh, which ignited me to not de fully develop. Um, and, 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 uh, and, you know, unfortunately it gave me the, the underdeveloped limbs. Now, the most exciting thing about this whole, this whole, um, thing that happened. And I know you're like, why, why would that be, why would anything be exciting about that is because the reality is even though mum was exposed, my, you know, biological mum was exposed to all that. And I, I grew underdeveloped limbs. I didn't lose the limbs that are very important to me. First mm. of all, my face. Second of all, uh, the lower part of my half. Everything works great. Everything about me works great. And I am the happiest man alive because otherwise if those things didn't work great, my face included, then I, I don't know how I would live my life. No, I'm just teasing right now, James. I'm, I'm trying to make you laugh here. Um, but <laughs> but um, no, the reality is, I am very lucky that my parents were exposed regardless, you know, because if they weren't, then I wouldn't be here today. Right. And so as bad as it sounds and as, as horrible as it sounds, again, everything happens for a reason. And the fact that my parents were exposed to those things, then I, you know, it, 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 it allows me to be, um, to be, to one, learn lessons such as embrace who I am and embrace myself and love myself. And two, it allowed this incredible woman, Moira Kelly, to find my brother and I. And when she did find us, she felt like there was enough wrong in that sense to make us right and to, to, to kind of inspire us to realize that we are all right. You know, and, and that's the reality of it. You know, we live in a, a life that's controlled by perception. 
And, you know, we have this perception that, hey, normal is having arms and legs. Normal is being, you know, not a uh, 105 pounds and 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 you have a six pack and all that sort of stuff right that's normal uh, normal is you know blonde hair blue eyes or black hair you know dark features but you know tall tall dark and handsome normal is you know being able to go to school and and learn just like everyone else that's normal right and so when we when we see the not so normal which is the highly yet the highly 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 skilled or the highly smart or the highly whatever it is we suddenly give this quota and this this ideology that oh they're just abnormally smart or they're abnormal but the reality is no that is not abnormal the reality is normal is what you make normal to be Normal is what you give the perception of normal to be. The only person that has, we have the ability as human beings to control perception, but the only perception we should be focusing on is our own perception of ourselves. And if we have the perception that, hell, yeah, I may be missing this, or I may be missing that, or I may be super smart, or I may have this, or I may have this gift, or whatever it is, I'm normal. I feel like I am normal then suddenly what we're doing is we're encouraging people to have the same perception that they control what their normal is. And that's all that matters. Normal is if you're happy with who you are, then you're normal. It's that simple, right? So be happy, embrace who you are because that is normal. And and that's a beautiful message because it's a universal message. And it is. when, <clears throat> excuse me, when we last saw each other and you uh, performed so beautifully at the uh, at the gold meets uh, golden event of Golden Globe nominees and Olympic athletes and Paralympic athletes, um, I, I just really see that ability in you. I, I've had the you know been blessed to to watch you perform twice now. And your ability to just really connect with an audience and really um, shine that light. And you're, I think you're really shining a light for the world and for people of all different um, abilities, let's say, and all different talents to embrace themselves. And, that, and that's such an important message. And I, I really honor you for that. Thanks, mate. No, I appreciate it. You know, I always ask people this question, right? Um, the word disabled means someone uh, means literally to mean you can't do something, right? And so now there is everyone in this world. There is something that everyone can't do, or at least is believed that they can't do, right? So if that's the case, does that mean we're all disabled? No, we're not all disabled. We're just differently abled. We're all different in our own right, which is what makes us so special, so unique. You know, we have this belief in this world that equality is so important and we're all equal and we're all equal and we're all equal. The reality is we're not all equal. None of us are equal, right? We're all different. That's the best part about it. Now, what we need to learn as a society is not to push equality onto people, but actually to embrace people's diversities, people's differences. And in turn, what that will do is it'll create an inclusive world, a world that we all not, we all want to include one another in our journeys, right? And it's powerful when we can do that. And that's what we need to start doing. 
right? Not to, yeah, look, equal pay and all that sort of stuff, but it's also important that everyone is valued for their talents and gifts. And when you embrace people's diversities and when you embrace people's uh, differences, what happens is you create an inclusive, a more inclusive world. And by creating a more, more inclusive world, you're creating a world where we're embracing and most of all valuing what each person's gifts and talents and skills are. And when you do that, then people's pay, people's jobs, people's uh, careers, people's uh, relationships, whatever it is, suddenly balances out in the perfect way. Yeah, amen to that. And Emmanuel, I want to, I want to um, just uh, switch gears a little bit now yeah. because the, the purpose of the podcast is uh, books, reading, and life. And I know you and I have had the opportunity to talk about story and yeah. how, you, how you share story through your songs. But I do want to touch a little bit about books. Um, it's, yeah. it's an important part of the world is just a book away. And I didn't tell our listeners that Emmanuel is, is uh, the most uh, recent um, member of our advisory board. So thank you for that, Emmanuel. Yeah, and and we're really excited that you're you've chosen us to be one of the beneficiaries of your concerts coming up. Yes, uh, the charitable beneficiaries of your concerts. So we have a lot of exciting projects ahead of us, and I think this will not be the last we hear from Emmanuel Kelly on Absolutely. on the podcast. Um, but tell me a little bit about a couple a book or a couple books that touched you as a child. Yeah, so there's there's two books specifically as a child. Um, book one. It was this book, there was this author by the name of Paul Jennings, I don't know if you've heard of him, but he wrote a lot of comedies and wrote a lot of books that had kind of hidden meanings. And there was this one book that I read multiple times, and I know it sounds weird and because the reality is it is as weird as it sounds. The book was called Singapore, which was basically about a cat who who – who um who would essentially uh who who ate a uh, a recorder and um would sing uh why the, the 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 cat would whenever it would open its mouth the music would come out of its mouth instead of instead of uh the meow noises and then uh the cat would poop and when it pooped uh, <laughs> the 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 uh the poop would also uh resonate some music out of it <laughs> and uh it 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 but the cat was always left out of everything because it was so unique it was always because it had this unique i guess gift and talent and no no cat around the place no human being would see it as a normal person or, or as a normal creature and and so you know it 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 kind of the message was embrace people's differences, right? Embrace who we are. As weird as it we, we may be, embrace those differences. And this cat eventually at the end of the book learned to embrace itself and kind of like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer type thing. And, and, and because the cat learned to embrace itself, uh, everyone started embracing the cat. And the confidence of the cat, because there is this message, I guess, that I don't know whether it was the message that Paul Jennings was trying to put out into in out of the book, but it's the message that I got. And that message was, it is absolutely none of my business what anyone thinks of me. It's only my business what I think of myself. 
And so that's kind of the message I got out of this book, right? And then the second book I used to read uh, that I read, and it was really one of the only serious type books that I actually read because I'm not a huge reader, I'll be honest, but the, one of the only books that I read from back to front three times, and it was the Lance Armstrong book, you know, as, 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 as crazy and, and the reality that Lance Armstrong did drugs and maybe he was at, uh, you know, he wasn't nice to people and all that sort of stuff. But the reality is I don't know Lance, right? I've never met him. I've never experienced his energy in front of me or, or to others, frankly. And therefore it's not up to me to judge him for what he did. And even though he did drugs and all that sort of stuff to win, the reality is this Lance won multiple medals prior to his and and multiple um uh, tour de france's prior to his to to help you know having drugs after cancer and a lot of people don't realize that and he won those competitions fair and square and i think i believe it was something like four or five that he won uh prior to 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 the drug stage right and what's incredible to me was he still won five prior to to that that means he was able to achieve all that success prior to having enhancements which is absolutely incredible also what was amazing was it inspired me and it showed me that anything's possible you see this man wasn't made to ride a bike however he was born with something that a lot of people didn't have and that was again an abnormal as everyone says abnormal but to me to him I believe it was normal lung capacity. He could take in and his fitness level was higher than anyone else because he was able to breathe better and all that sort of stuff, which inspired me. And it showed me that, Hey, even though I look and maybe the world sees me as abnormal, I'm normal. I, because of my abnormal, abnormal looks or, or perception, I actually am as normal as they come because the reality is, because of those abnormal uh, abnormalities, I've been given a gift, and that gift I can use to achieve and 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 succeed in life. And so Lance really inspired me as a as a kid. And you know, when I heard everything, it changed absolutely zero. My inspiration was still there for him. I was still inspired by him. I was still inspired by who he was and what he had done. And the fact that the fact remained that he went from cancer to then abling to still, you know, win again, the first Tour de France that he won was not uh, after his cancer, um, uh, after he got off cancer, was not on drugs again. So to do that was incredible or to have enhancements to do that was incredible. And so I was tremendously inspired by the man. Um, and that book, it literally inspired me to, because it was at a time where I had lost myself. It was at a time when every teacher in my school, every friend, every, even my own family would say, Emmanuel, change your, change your career path that you want, which is music. And you know, it's not going to happen. You're not going to get there. You know, one in a billion or one in a million people make it and, you know, some people would say, no, it's more like one in a billion. And I'm like, well, you know, and I remember after reading that book, I looked at every teacher, every parent, every kid in that school. And when they said to me, one in a billion, I said, well, you know what, guys, I'll be that one in a billion. Right. And so that, that, that really kind of inspired me to change. So those were the two real books that kind of influenced me. Obviously I had 
other influences in, in life. But those books really kind of drove me to continue on this journey. And it's a, it, it, you know, it really inspired me to, to, to move forward and, and to fight for my dreams, no matter what people tell me. And I really, I really, um, I, I think it's important to acknowledge what you're saying about, <clears throat> about a book that inspired you and about Lance Armstrong, because obviously it's, his story is a very complicated story. It doesn't have just one facet of it. The, it's not just about what happened with the enhancements. And I, I think some people tend to forget that he did inspire a lot of people mm-hmm. with, with his story. And, and, uh, obviously you're part of the good that came out of that. He, he, he helped to inspire you in moments of difficulty. And for those people, I, I, um, I also grew up with people telling me about, um, my big ideas and I would find out someday and it's sort of like chicken little and the sky would fall down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think any kid who's lived through that really would, will, um, will, resonate with your story will resonate with them and i think uh i think it's uh to to me a, a really interesting um element of this is when you sent me that short <clears throat> we're talking about doing something together and chris martin sent a short uh text video mm. about, about you that you forwarded to me and so i want to share with people that uh chris martin has been a mentor to you yeah. And I and that's pretty that's pretty pretty incredible. So let's talk let's just briefly touch on that and then um what's so what's twenty twenty, what's going forward for Emmanuel Kelly look like? Yeah, so twenty twenty is an exciting year. I just released a new song called Never Alone, which I'm super massive massively um stoked about. It's a remix of the original, which is called uh, Edith Never Alone. Uh, and Never Alone is, is out right now on Spotify, iTunes. You can stream it. You can download it. It's on YouTube as well. The audio, the, the music video comes out in a few weeks as well. So, you know, it's, it, that, there's that. We have an EP coming out at the end of the year and uh, – sorry, at the uh, – in around June and then a, a an album at the end of the year, which I'm super stoked and excited about as well. And that whole album and, and EP and songs were kind of um, – uh, uh, mentored and, and in a way co-produced by Chris Martin of Coldplay, which is super exciting. Um, and he's been an incredible mentor to me. He kind of mentored that whole journey for me. Um, and so, uh, we've got that. We have a, uh, we have, we're working on a Broadway musical right now. I'm also launching a record label called outliers this year, which I'm very excited about. And that's designed to find the outliers of the world, the, the entertainers. And, and, um, it's also, uh, it's also, um, yeah, it, it's a media house as well. So we're going to be creating video and, and film and uh, television content as well, which I'm excited about. And uh, we've got uh, we've got a Broadway musical that we're we're working on as well about my story right now, which won't come out till probably 2022. But it's very exciting. We're 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 definitely you know at announcing stage right now for that. So it's you know we've got we've got some amazing things happening. But the biggest thing right now is my music. My song, um, which uh, which just came out, Never Alone. Uh, and then, since this is a book thing, I also just released uh, in the last uh, four to six months, just released um, a book, my first book, which is uh, which is called Dream Big. 
um, which is on uh, on Amazon right now and, and I believe on all the other book platforms. Um, I'm not sure what they are, but all the other book platforms. And that's called Dream Big, Emmanuel Kelly. Um, it's a children's book. Um, and it's like water. It's 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 done through like water um, painting or water water art or whatever it is. It's it's eco friendly. I think it's biodegradable. The book as well, which is really kind of cool. But don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 percent if it's sure that it's biodegradable. But if I wasn't mistaken, it is. Um, but yeah, it's it's really really cool. So we've released uh, that book, and it's a children's book to kind of encourage kids around the world um, and educate children on empathy. So for me, it's really important that children learn empathy. Everyone can learn empathy. Empathy is not something, empathy is something that every person is born with. It doesn't matter if they're a sociopath or a, or, or a psychopath, they're still born with empathy. It's a matter of how they are raised as kids and what they're exposed to that kind of draws out their empath skills and empathy, uh, empathy, um, empathy, um, gifts, I guess you could say, cause it is a gift in my eyes. Um, so yeah, uh, that book is, is available, um, online and, and you can get that to read it to your kids and, and also, but it goes up to a 12 year old could read it as well. Like it's, it's not just for, for children that are, you know, 10 or sorry, uh, six or five or anything like that. So those are the two pretty exciting things. Dream big, never alone, both out online. Um, you know, Never Alone is remixed by Paul Oakenfold, which is a legendary DJ, and you heard me sing the, the, song, the song as well. So, you know, those are the really two exciting big things that we're doing in 2020. We're also launching a tour later this year. There'll be more information on that as well, but um, those are the two kind of more immediate things that, that are happening right now, the book and the, the new song. So, and then, which is incredible. And somehow I didn't, I didn't know about the book. So I have to, uh, I have to go, I have to go get that. I'm excited to go get that now. Yeah, um, how can, how can people keep up to date with what you're, uh, with what you're doing? How can they, where, is there something yeah. online they can go to or follow Absolutely. you? Absolutely. They can jump onto my Facebook, which is Emmanuel Kelly Nada. That's Nada stands for natural antidepressant. I'm a strong believer that we're all natural and we all have the ability to be natural antidepressants because again, perception is the one thing we control. So we can put out certain perceptions in our world and in turn others. Um, so Emmanuel Kelly Nada is my Facebook. Uh, my Instagram is Emmanuel Kelly official and uh, my Twitter again, Emmanuel K Twitter with one T. Um, and then, uh, you can also jump on my YouTube, which is Emmanuel Kelly. Just type in Emmanuel Kelly. You'll find me. You'll, also find me um on instagram with emmanuel kelly um and same with facebook as well just type in emmanuel kelly and you'll find me um i'm the i'm the really good looking guy with a beard <laughs> <laughs> all right you have a beard now i i have a i have a, 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 a five o'clock shadow there you go there it all is. right there, there there you go i was gonna say because i saw i just saw you on uh the the skype video i didn't i didn't see a beard but five o'clock shadow i'll go with that's yeah yeah that's, definitely uh, a five o'clock shadow happening there <laughs> emmanuel this has been incredible you're you're an inspiration uh to i i just think to the world really and and to me personally as you as you know when i was going through some challenges this fall and we um linked to my stress and a writing project, which seems to, to activate my stress more than almost anything. Um, and I was listening to your song. I was listening to never alone every day. 
And uh, and I think back to when I said to Ryan that I I'm I will know him, I will interview him, and then when we had the Wejaba party that you came in for and sang uh, both Imagine, which was incredible, and uh, Never Alone was really a, an amazing moment in my life. And I also want to highlight that it gave me a much deeper appreciation, number one, for singing is not my gift, not, not uh-huh. my main gift. And number two, the, the lung capacity required to sing, because I thought if you had me nice. do one more refrain, one more never alone, I would pass out from <laughs> not having enough oxygen. That's, that's well, ima- no, look, music is, music is, look, I'm a strong believer. Anyone can learn music, but it is also a gift. And I, I was, I was very fortunate to have been born with that gift. Um, but I'm also a strong believer that any, any, you know, everyone's got a tone, everyone's got an ability to sing and, and with enough training and with enough, you know, I, I do believe everyone is born with the gift of um, uh, of creating melody, right? Because you know, as a, when you speak, when you talk, when you you know express yourself just by speaking to people, you're creating a melody. It may be an out of tune or a out of out of or at least what's perceived as an out of tune melody. Right. But the reality is, it is it is a melody still. And so, if you refine that melody, then I think it can be turned into music. And Emmanuel, so as we as we draw to a close today, I always like to ask my guests if there's anything else they'd like to add. You know, I think it's important that the only thing I would add is this. It's important for us all to remember and continue to remember the one thing as human beings we have the ability to control is perception. And the reality is it's no one's business. It's none of your business. Sorry. What anyone thinks of you. It's only your business, what you think of yourself. And so embrace yourself, love yourself. And remember, you are absolutely no matter where you are in the world, no matter what is going on in the world, you're never alone. You know, you can turn on that podcast, turn on that radio, turn on that TV, watch a movie if you want to go that route. Or you can just call, call a friend, call someone, anyone. Someone will always be there to listen to you. Someone, whether it's God, whether it's the universe, whether it's a cat, a dog, whatever it is, something or someone will always be there to listen to you, your problems, or your happiness, your excitement towards something. You are never alone. And I know we feel it sometimes, but you're not alone. And if you, if you, um, if you struggle to remember that, if you struggle to go about your life, jump online I'm not kidding. Jump online, look up Never Alone, Manuel Kelly, and that hopefully will be a reminder because if it's not, then I'm saying it to you and I'm giving you permission right now to to, to, to open your eyes up and remember you're not alone and go listen to the song And because the song is designed for me to talk to you, to speak to you. And I think that's how artists – and that, that's why artists are put on this planet. That's why writers are put on this planet, so they can communicate to the masses um, and inspire the masses. And so this is me inspiring you. You're never alone. Thank you, Emmanuel. On that, on that beautiful note that we are never alone, you are never alone as a listener. None of us is ever alone. And Emmanuel's song really reminds us of that. Emmanuel, it's been an honor to have you on the World is Just a Book Away podcast today. It's been exciting. It's awesome. And, 
And uh, I look forward to watching your adventure unfold and we'll catch up this weekend. Absolutely, man. Give me a call. Okay. Thanks so many guys. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye.